interrupt our program to bring you this important message. And welcome to the Salt Report. Wow. <laughs> I started to remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this what good. are we doing? This feels good. Wow, a feels year organic. of podcasting, and I'm still <laughs> messing this up. Take two. Beep, beep. Four. Yeah. Welcome to the Salt Report Podcast, where for the saltiest internet... Internet? What is... Oh, my God. <laughs> Take three. Beep, Jake, beep. you're tearing this family apart. <laughs> Somebody save me for myself. I'm still in, like, babysitting mode or something, I guess. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Salt Report, where four of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt regarding <laughs> video games, cosplay, comics, and more. With me in the room tonight is Jake. Hi, I can't oh. be trusted. <laughs> and Jesse. Yo. And Nikki. I feel so betrayed by Jake right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen my stream last night. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to the one-year anniversary of our podcast, everyone! Yay! Hey. Oh god, I can't. I don't know what happened. I'm leaving it all in, just so uh, <laughs> everybody can hear how te- how terrible so I am. Bad. I guess I cursed myself because last night I said Jeremy is no longer the worst. I am now the worst. So I shouldn't have yeah. said that because it's coming. Jake true. is running for the worst 2018. Yeah, mm-hmm. 2018 <laughs> against incumbent incumbent uh, worst person Jeremy Greer, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trying to take his uh his yeah his place. So he's coming for the title. <laughs> he's going the distance. He's yeah. going. Thank for you, speed. Kay, for yeah. Thank you, Kay, for taking over the driving for that moment. So that way, That's what I do? I can't believe I said the saltiest internet. <laughs> 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 what was that? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I am the internet. So. <laughs> oh my it's God. fine. Living so, in the database. Yeah. Do you think this Mountain Dew is still good? It's been sitting here all night. Let's go. Hell yeah. It's, it's probably good. flat, but I'm sure We're it's still good it. to drink. It's still extreme. It's How still extreme. It? <laughs> no. Wait, one more time. <laughs> one more time. The first gulp wasn't Take enough. it back now, y'all. Oh, it's, uh, it's flat. Well, yeah, it's soda. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and this brings us to the sponsor in our hearts, which yes. is and you that's you, listeners. dear listener, for yeah. sticking with us for a whole year. Uh, the twenty third was our pilot episode, and I I went back and listened to it a little bit. I'm usually the person that's like cringy, like it's, it's a year ago, but. Um, a lot of the stuff we do now kind of happened, like, organically in that episode. Like, we just randomly yeah. made Revitar our sponsor in our hearts without even knowing he was our sponsor in our hearts. We just yeah. called him our sponsor <laughs> and then randomly <laughs> trash-talked each other. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that was missing was Jesse from the pilot episode. But, yeah, but, but now you're here now. You're, you're here, you're here now. now, and that's, yeah. that's all that matters. You're here I right think, now. Yeah. I think all of us loved you the moment you said scrambled eggs in someone's butthole and we're like, <laughs> Jessie is family now. So <laughs> <is> family now <laughs> with her scrambled butthole eggs. And speaking of buttholes, <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> that was a good ass transition. Hey. Hey. We come to the segment that now exists for some reason. Called, you, you did this. I did do this. Would you let her eat your ass? <laughs> and this is a, a uh, Nikki specific segment.
segment. Yeah. <laughs> right? So no. I have okay. received uh, some questions. Some oh, submissions. Um, Are we just doing one or can we do a few? Because this is like. I'll do two. One year special? Yeah. One year special. Um, I'll do one real person and one fictional person. I thought you were like a fictional person sent in something. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) God help us. Um, So, the first question I wonder if you can guess who sent this in. Um, Would you let lightning eat your ass? You know, I don't think she'd do it. But, but it's not uh, a question of would she do it. It's a question of... Last, would last time was Lady Maria. I don't think Lady Maria would either. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm overthinking this. Yes, absolutely. Lightning fair and eat my fucking ass. I love you. Wow. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to me, baby. Jesus Christ. Okay. Whew. Next qu- Next person is actually... I don't know if you know who this person is. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, do I have to do a Google? Yeah, I, I just pulled up the Google page in case you didn't know who she was, and I'm going to drop it in the doc. But oh, she, yeah, I wanna... You probably know who she is. Um, say who the is. next question is, would you let Tessa Thompson eat your ass? Tessa Thompson. Click on the link. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm clicking. Oh. I don't think my ass deserves her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! For those of you at Boy, home, who- would I be would I be lucky? <laughs> um, for those of you at home who doesn't who do, who doesn't know who she is, Jesus, Jesse, oh. did you know that I was a, a good writer? Um, she 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 was in Thor as uh, Thor three as Valkyrie. And she was also in the Jeanelle Monet video for the way you make me feel. Make me feel. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's where I've seen her before. <laughs> yep. Oh, Oof, that video. It's a Yikes. good video, guys. I'm gay. <laughs> oh. I would. I would be honored if she ate my ass. I, yeah, yeah. That was such. See, it gets weird because it's, it's it's a real person. You know, it's easy to say with fictional characters, but you know. I would just. You would eat her ass. Yeah. Oh my god, we have a new. We have a discovery. I, I mean, I, I just want to treat her right and, like, go out to dinner. Maybe go to, like, the park. Eat the takimas. What's the sunset? Like. No, I don't think Man. she's the kind of person I'd... who would want to watch the sunset with you. I feel like she's no, the kind of person so. who would be like, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's go, go clubbing where think... we go kickboxing. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can I be the punching bag? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and that has been our segment. Well. This is a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't deserve her, you guys. Yeah, and if you want to participate in finding out whether Nikki would or wouldn't, send those DMs to at Filthy Wizard. Yeah. And uh, who you think yeah. Uh, yeah, the next person should be. If you want to make Nikki a gay mess, just... <laughs> yeah. Send in those responses. Oh, um... God. <laughs> this has been a time, y'all. Right. 
This is the only second episode we've done this. So. <laughs> Get ready once more people start listening. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And uh, yeah, if you're still listening to us and you haven't left because you're like, what the heck just happened? Uh, we're getting into some pre-salt now. So uh, yeah, hey, let's jump pre-salt. into that. Um, so my first pre-salt is uh, jumping back on some Warframe stuff. Um, I've kind of neglected it because of Monster Hunter World and The Witcher and stuff. And then just playing Bloodborne. Like, we've got, like, three weeks in a row playing Bloodborne or something like that. So, it's been super fun. Um, But they released um, a new skin for this character named Octavia, who is kind of like the space DJ. You can make, like, um, it kind of has, like, this, like, I don't want to say it's a mini game, but, like, this little extra perk where you can actually make, like, a drum beat, a bass beat, and kind of, like, a main melody beat. And you actually incorporate that into her powers. So um, there's one where I guess if you're playing the drum beat, um, you know, you push like the, I think you hold R1 and then you can either hit like triangle, square, circle, stuff like that, and it'll do a different move. So circle does like the drums. And then, so if you work it out right, you can do circle, no, circle X square and then you have your whole beat playing and then actually like i think one lures the beat will lure the enemies away so they won't fire at you they're like what's this thing making noise and then you can kill them um the other one gives you like buffs and stuff like that so if you like jump on the beat or duck on the beat like you can either turn your whole team invisible or give them some kind of other like stat and stuff like that um she's kind of cool i just don't really know how to use her i usually been just messing around with like different beats because you can buy different packs and and different sounds and stuff like that um but then like her original kind of like skin kind of makes her look like a marching band person like her head has like a when total like, marching band like a young boy <laughs> yeah <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> like this, yeah i have looks like the part of like yeah. that are um that are long hibernating but come out every time someone says marching band marching band yeah so like it has a definitely my chemical romance like (laughs) black parade vibe (laughs) (laughs) so like so it's not bad but at the same time it's not as cool compared to all the other skins and stuff like that but they released this new one called the the maestra or maestra, I guess, depending on how you want to say that. I don't know. And it's freaking sick. Like she, like straight up looks like, um, like this like demon demon warrior or something like that. And she has this, and like almost every character has like an like a idol animation. And like hers is just like she's kind of like bobbing to the beat. And then if you wait long enough, she'll do like a spin move, or she's holding a weapon. Although I, I don't know how I felt about this. I have like revolvers, like dual revolvers and she kind of like dances with them like they're glow sticks kind of i don't that feels kind of dangerous but <laughs> um it still you know looks really what? cool she does what she wants well yeah she's a, a skilled assassin so if she wants to make them move like glow sticks yeah i'm okay with it it's just kind of like whoa like if that was me people would have been murdered a long time ago um but no it's like really cool and awesome and i like absolutely adore it and um I don't know, I'm, like not that I like I care about aesthetics, but like I kind of do. <laughs> so um, it just like kind of encouraged me to want to play this character more because it's just like I haven't really given him a shot. And then the play style is different because I really don't know how to use her powers. 
and I don't want to just use like melee. So now it's like a kind of good reason for me to go back and level this character up and get them know like. And it's kind of cool because Warframe each Warframe actually has like a personality. So like depending on what mission you're going on, like if you want to be stealthy or if you want to be loud or you want to be melee or different stuff like that. So it's kind of cool to. Um, be or like tanky or caster or healer, you can do all that stuff. So it's kind of cool to actually play this character that I've kind of neglected. Um, and then uh, my next bit of pre salt was um, I've been like making more beats lately, and usually I'm kind of like eh about my beats. Like there's some that I'm like okay, this one's kind of cool, and then other times I'm like eh, not so much. But um, I've actually been like commissioned to make a couple beats Ooh, for, yeah. like, for people. And so, like, that's Ooh. been, like, really cool. And it's wild because, like, I actually was able to buy gas with one of the beats <gasps> that I sold, which is, like, wild to Jake. me that, like, a piece of art bought me gasoline. <laughs> so uh, it's a pretty wild feeling because, like, I've sold yeah. a couple of, like, yeah, of, like, my albums. Like, when I was doing the Overwatch stuff, I think the second one must have been the better one because people were actually buying it. Like, I almost made, like, $100, which was, like, crazy. Like, uh, making $100 off of music when... And I'm rapping about, like, 76 <laughs> and, like, Reaper, which is wild to me that, like, people like these songs. But, like, when I'm getting commissioned, like, hey, I want to do... Uh, for two of them, it was, like, for podcasts. So, like, hey, I want to do a podcast. Can you make me a theme? And yeah. It's wild thinking that, like, yo, I bought, like, gasoline <laughs> with a beat or whatever, so. Um, it was like buying my mom's Christmas present with art money that I made, and it feels dope. Yeah, it's wild, right? Yeah. Like, it's a weird, like, cool feeling. So, like, thank you to those people that are doing stuff, and I've kind of got, actually, it was kind of cool today, um, just before we started the podcast, um, former guest and friend of the show, Star, um, actually did, um, uh, what's it called? A time-lapse and then put one of my beats over it. So that was pretty awesome. Like seeing, yeah. And then she put it up for like cutesy Saturday. So I'm like, Oh, that's dope. That's Aaron's thing. Cutesy Saturday. So I thought that was pretty fresh, but, um, yeah. So my pre-salt, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty not salty about my pre-salt <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And that's that's all I got right now. All right. Um, well, the first thing we'll talk about is the Salt Report Anniversary Bloodborne stream. Yay! Yay! Uh, thanks again to everybody who came out to watch or even participate. We got invaded by Caitlin a couple times. Um, she also helped co- did co-op with us in the woods. Um, I tried to play with Bray and uh, John, but they I just couldn't connect for some reason. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, it's Bloodborne's weird. Like, I should be able to be able to connect with Jesse when I was trying to help her out a while back, even through New Game Plus, because we had a password. But it just does not want to connect. Yeah. Whereas, so. like, um, when I played with Jesse and Jake the first time, or even this time, we were we connected basically immediately. Yeah. Um, so I I don't really know how the matchmaking works. Um, and I was having connection issues. To be fair, I got disconnected a couple of times. So maybe my internet just sucks. Maybe it's CenturyLink. But, uh, <laughs> but um, I had a lot of fun, and it was great. Um, 
and we cleared, in my game, we cleared the woods, we cleared Hamwet Carnalane, and we yes. started on Kanehurst in Jesse's game, but and we unlocked both side quests, but realized it was way too difficult for us right now. So I looked so. that up, so I was like level 45, right? It said that the recommended levels for that area was 60 to 70. So <laughs> I, I think maybe it was hubris on my part, because I've beaten Kanehurst at level 36, and it was difficult, but I did that because I wanted the Kanehurst weapons yeah. uh, that you get for completing the area, because I was doing a skill build, like skill blood tinge or something. So I've definitely done it. Um, and my my cat is causing just so much chaos <laughs> I love in the your background. Cat. Right I'm now. so glad that she's a guest <laughs> on our show today. It's lovely having Special her. guest star Harvey the cat. No, um, but. Anyway, so I guess that was humorous on my part. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. And then I'm like, oh, no, it, it is that bad. It is that bad. Uh, so we'll go back later. It'll be fine. Yeah, I want to go back to um, Hogwarts. <laughs> Hogwarts. Just like, it, as, and, as the carriage was approaching, I'm like, we're going to Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We eventually got to do the DLC, too, before mm-hmm. uh, Nightmare of Mensis and the Nightmare Frontier. You still haven't used your tonsil stone, so... No, I haven't. I'm just holding on to it. Yep. Holding on to it and being salty. But yeah, it it was fun, and I hope that we get to do it a couple more times in the future, because I love it. Um, Other than that, I haven't had a whole lot of time to do stuff this week, because I'm in convention crunch mode. So I watched some movies while I was working on cosplay stuff. Um, I watched Holy Hell, which is a documentary about the Buddhafield cult, and it's super depressing, but it's really interesting. This so is the kind of shit that Kay does. Oh, yeah, yeah I watched a movie about out. a cult. It was really depressing, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I also watched Gerald's Game, um, which is a horror movie? I think it's based on a Stephen <laughs> King novel. Um... But essentially, this couple goes up to their, like, cabin, um, because they're having marital issues, and to spice up their sex life, the husband, like, handcuffs his wife to the bed, and then he has a heart attack and dies. Oh, yeah, I heard about this movie. Um, so, warning to people who are gonna, who want to watch this, and some, and it's been out for a while, so a lot of people are probably like, oh no, already, as I'm saying this, um, don't watch this movie while you're eating dinner, um, (laughs) There's a scene late in the movie where she degloves her hand trying to get the handcuff off. And I was eating some kind of chicken pasta and I just couldn't stomach it anymore after that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. It was real gross. I Oof, hate boy. this. Yeah. Well, I've warned you now, so. Um, and I went over to my friend's house for some help with something, and she was watching The Devil's Carnival, which is a musical. Um, she told me it was done by the same people that did uh, Repo the Genetic Opera, if any of you are familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. Only because of but, Caitlin. Yeah, I have seen it. Um, I had not seen The Devil's Carnival before, and I came in like halfway through the movie, so I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And then she puts on the sequel which is Alleluia, The Devil's Carnival. And that movie's a fucking trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's it's a really strange movie. It's really quite bad. Um, they Something my friend pointed out is that they changed the prosthetics and the makeup for everyone 
in the sequel, so and it's too like clean. Um, I mean, the the movie's supposed to be taking place in part, at least partially, in hell, and everybody looks like they are freshly showered. Um, but it's <laughs> ooh, it was it was bad, and I want to watch it eight times. It was that kind of bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to my friend. I'm like, this is horrible. I love it. Um, That's we also me watched watching a- Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunter, <laughs> which is subjectively a horrifically bad film. Hilarious to watch. <laughs> uh, and then we also watched a little bit of Parks and Rec, uh, which I hadn't seen before. And it's very funny. It's, it's very funny. I love how we I said that whole... so solemnly. It's, it's very funny, but I love it. We watched the whole string of episodes where Leslie Nope gets uh, voted out of office. <laughs> but... Yeah, good times, and that's my that's my pre salt. Uh, my pre salt is the best pre salt, and by that I mean it's the worst pre salt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, shoot, what have I been doing, guys? I just play Final Fantasy now. That's all I do with my life. It's depressing, um, but fun. Uh, so my uh my character. Valencia is getting married soon. What? Yeah, she's gonna get married. Yay! I'm so proud and of you her. Didn't even introduce the person to the family. Right. Mm-mm-mm. She's she's getting married to a friend's character. It's fine. I really want the big chocobo mount. Okay, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to marry her off to some rando. Oh and God. also, this character is like really cute, and they look so adorable together. It's like like a, it's a uh, shotgun waiting for a chocobo. <laughs> When I no, say shotgun, but you say wedding. That's the dowry. <laughs> I just I really want this fucking chocobo. It's so cool. And, well, tell us uh, more about this person. This person. Well, uh, her name is Melisine, and she is lovely, and she was adopted by Lalafell, and she is a, like a six-foot-three Highlander. So all of her siblings are very, very tiny compared to her. And uh, mm. she's she's very sweet. And kind, and Alencia's had a rough time, and Mel came along at just the right time, and you know, they they gonna live their gay ass lives and get married. <laughs> in the though. grand scheme of things, I'm they, like they would have gotten married. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, in, in oh, did gra- she go to school? <laughs> did she have a good job? <laughs> she have a, she uh, can she provide? Are, her her parents are farmers. Um. And she has a stable working job with uh, the Maelstrom Command, which is good. Although Alencia is a higher-ranking officer than her, it's fine. She likes to lord that over her. And you know, Jake, money isn't everything. Yeah, you know. I mean, Alencia makes enough money. She's sitting on 1.2 million right now. I just want to okay. know you'll be taken care of, okay? I, I'm I think, concerned. I, I think... Oh, let's see. We'll be taken care of. Me, Nikki, I'm fine. I just want the chocobo. Um, <laughs> she'll be okay. Sham marriage. I know. She'll, sham she'll marriage. be okay. No, I mean, there's more to it than that. But yeah, that's that comes what down they all to say. Like, character interactions that I don't want to get I into. I can't believe um, that you're getting married for a chocobo. I want you to think I about mean, this. I mean, they're also really fucking cute. Like, uh, I did a jumping puzzle with this friend, right? I was like, hey, come on. We're going to go do this. Uh, not the Kugane jumping puzzle, but we're going to go do... Um, the Kugane in jumping puzzle, which is a lot less difficult. And so we we ran and did that. And at the top, there's like this bathhouse and it's really cute. Well, there's like a sauna. And so we were just hanging out 
and then uh, it was like sunrise in game, and uh, I was like, wow, well, this kind of sucks because it's overcast. I was like, Alencia would be sad that it's overcast right now. And my friend was just like, yeah, well, you know, Mel would say something stupid like, that's okay. I'm I'm not looking at the sunrise. I'm too busy looking at you. I'm like, that's really gay. And then I had <laughs> Alencia kneel and then open up a trade and hand her a wedding ring. It was really fucking cute. It was so stupid. <laughs> I don't know I'm why I'm thinking stupid, of like Kanye West lyrics now and like I don't know why if you ain't no punk holla we want prenup we want we prenup. want prenup hey <laughs> it's something that you need to have when she leaves your ass she's gonna leave with half 18 years 18 years and on the 18th birthday found out it wasn't his <laughs> oh my god <laughs> when I'm in need yeah, she's a trifling. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. <laughs> Anyways, I like how like Final Fantasy fourteen turned into a Kanye West song. <laughs> I was thinking, like, you saying, like, oh, that's really gay. You know what else is really gay? Gay marriage. Let's get married. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it, I'm excited for this mount. Uh, if... Well, I don't, I can't trade things to you, Jake. You only have the free trial, so I can't invite you to the wedding. Sadly, oh, um, <laughs> you probably wouldn't want me. I'd be like the hobo in back row. <laughs> no, it'd be great. Like, it, it's also happy. cool because, like, the the wedding, like anyone that comes, they're gonna get a minion, which is really cute. It's like this little yeah. gift box, and it it pops open. There's like this. Is there a way for me it. to look through a window? <laughs> No, no, there is not. Like, I have to say, Final Fantasy weddings, like, the Final Fantasy weddings are so ridiculous. Like, they're so cheesy and weird. Like, I'm just like, "Mm, okay, the ceremony's kind of goofy. It's cute, but really goofy. And it'll it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. (laughs) I just want to have a good time with my friends. It'll be silly, and I want that fucking chocobo give me the big chocobo he is so big it's a two-person chocobo so he's he's large large pretty boy (laughs) and with uh eureka the new thing that's happened that they released uh when i get to level 17 i can use a mount and i can use that boy and i can ferry uh low level people around the world map because they will get get murdered in one shot yeah so i can give people (laughs) Yay. So you know, I, so I just you can help. get a like a backup job as an Uber. Yeah, like well, not even that. I could, I could see what I, I want to do is I want to tank in Eureka and like take little baby players around and protect them. So I want, I want to help people enjoy the game because I enjoy it a lot. That's that's my that's my goal. Um, so yeah, that's my my result. My idiot's getting married. I'm happy for her. <laughs> also, what the fuck is the Final Fantasy timeline? Like, they put it in a bubble. It's in a time bubble, so it's kind of stupid. Like, the events between the first two X-Packs was like, oh yeah, this was a year. It's like, no, it was not. Pieces of shit. But that <laughs> is an entirely different story for another time, because I'm over it. <laughs> Alright, I'm here. <laughs> Teleports in. Yeah, Jesse, what's your... Oh, here? fuck, I almost threw my mic to the ground. Um... It's pre-salt time. Um, so just quickly in passing, Budborn. Hey, yeah. Budborn. 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 It's 
It's so much fun. I just, I have so much fun, even when people be falling out of elevators. (laughs) (laughs) Even when we get invaded by Caitlyn. (laughs) It's like, oh no, we're getting invaded. It's Caitlyn. (laughs) Caitlyn comes in, murders Jake, and then leaves. Yeah. Ah! That's all she wanted. Yeah, she actually DM'd me. She's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize how low your health was. And I'm like, I get this. I was a jackass who didn't heal when Kay said heal 50 times. So Yeah, and and Jake was like, no, I was at full health. And I was like, bullshit, the video <laughs> lie. The video does not lie. Yeah, yeah I, I saw it back him, like, too, because oh, he, he went up the, he was trying to go up the ladder before me, and I saw his tiny health, and I was like, um... <laughs> Shouldn't we heal before we go fight Ligarius? No, I'm healed. <laughs> no, you're uh, not. I was a big baby, everyone. So uh, <laughs> we were happy. It was a definitely, time. yeah. <laughs> it was definitely adventures and babysitting um, <laughs> instead of Bloodborne. <laughs> because uh, yeah, I, I sat there and watched Kay die, which was I. I'm still sorry. <laughs> I'm still sorry we'll talk about happen. that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll we're assault. No, yeah. it's an assault. It's not in the free salt where we can laugh and be funny. No, no, we're salty. <laughs> no, because I'm Feeling... salty about it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, I went to Hogwarts and I had a great time, and it was all snowy and Christmassy. Um, and some blood sucking ticks were there. Yeah, you know, everybody's Christmas is different. <laughs> 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 I wish it would have been, like, so you know how there's just, like, ghosts everywhere and shit, but I wish it we had been fighting, like, dishes and, like, forks and knives and stuff, and it was just, like, some weird Beauty and the Beast situation where everybody was turned into, like, furniture. <laughs> hey, Bloodborne. <laughs> hey, From Software. Uh, an idea for a future, uh, future area? <laughs> the Beauty and the Beast area? <laughs> um... So that was super duper fun. My second piece of pre-salt is Sombra. You gotta roll those R's. Um, her buff, which I appar- apparently is getting nerfed, uh, makes her so much fucking fun to play. I mean, she was fun to play before, but like now I'm actually pretty fucking good at playing her. Um, like I'm getting a good amount of a limbs. Like I've moved into. Um, although yesterday I got like. 12 or 13 alims as Widowmaker, which was pretty cool. Nikki, I'm coming for that god tier Widowmaker title. Um, but <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, Nikki, I'm getting good as Widowmaker. Yesterday, I'm, I'm not, so proud of you. Holy shit. A, um, a Reaper tried to like come mm-hmm. up onto the platform that I was on, and I just fucking murked him. I'm like, get away from me. You um, murked him. I feel like we've had this conversation before, and yeah. I was just as confused. Um, and what, what does it mean to murk somebody? It means it just to kill. kill. Yeah. Okay. But like, like in a way, yeah, like a mercenary. But like, I feel like it also implies like an amount of skill, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, playing Sombra super fun. Hacking people is so much faster. I feel like I do more damage. Maybe I just also aim better because I've been playing Widowmaker all the time. Um, but yeah, it's super duper fun. 
Because a lot of times when I'm Moira, I have to carry a lot, and it's getting super tired. It, it, it does feel like I have to do everything. I'm, like, running around, and I'm always on fire because, like, I'm healing and doing damage at the same time. And I come up, and I'm, like, golden limbs and golden objective kills and golden healing. And we had two healers, and I'm like, where the fuck is our other healer? Where the f- Where? And so it's just sometimes I need a break from, like, doing all that, you know? Um... So, uh, Sombra is really fun. It's, I think she's my favorite DPS to do if I have to DPS. Um, and I, there was, I loaded into a team where it was like two healers and a tank. And so I was like, oh fuck, I better, I better deepest. Cause we also had a Hanzo for some reason. Um, in an area where it's really hard to be Hanzo. Uh, and then I played Brigitte. Um, she's super fucking fun to play, but also really fucking weird to play. She has so many abilities, and it's all honestly kind of confusing when you start playing her. Every time I come in as Brigitte, I'm like, there's just too much to think about. And I feel like like I'm spinning round like a record baby. Um, <laughs> like, I can't fucking see what I'm doing. Uh, but mm-hmm. I have gotten play of the game as Brigitte, so that happened. Um... I also bought her dope highlight intro, the one where she, like, slides across the floor and puts up her shield and puts her arm out for you, because um, I'm gay, and I wanted mm. it. Uh, I also, I got a, a achievement. So you know how you get the pixel um, sprays when you, like, unlock an achievement? I did the, like, get back achievement or whatever, where I, like, killed somebody with her shield, uh, what what the fuck do you even call it? It's, like, her shield, um, smash or whatever. Basically, Mm -hmm. you put up her shield, you hit, is it R2? And she pushes forward and it stuns people, kind of like, um, it's a very similar stun to McCree's, uh, flashbang, but, um, you, it also does damage, so I, like, knock somebody out of the park with it and I got... I unlocked an achievement and got her cute little pixel spray, so that was cute. Um, But yeah, she's truly like Torbjorn and Reinhardt's love child with a little bit of like healing. But the weird part about her healing is she's she's absolutely a supplemental healer, and you need another healer when somebody's playing Brigitte. Like, more so than Moira. Like, because I have to, I I have a cooldown on how much healing I can do. and I can only, I have to aim and throw, like, a heal pack while I'm doing everything else. And the cooldown is pretty long until I can throw another heal pack, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you throw a heal pack at somebody who's already healed, they get armor, but the armor doesn't stay. It only lasts for, like, as long as the cooldown is on the um, pack, which well, is that's weird. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, that's a weird feature. Um Playing her is honestly like playing like a mini tank with like some support abilities. So she's a fucking weird character. I don't really know how to describe playing her unless you like, you try it. But uh, her mace is pretty dope. I think they were trying to keep her from being OP because she has seven abilities, Mm -hmm. um, which makes sense. But she can be a great player. Um, She can only defend somebody who's directly behind her with her shield as opposed to like Reinhardt who can have, like, several people spanned out. Um, but I definitely have had a good combo is to have a Mercy healing you. Um, and then when I watch my Mercy go in front of me to do something, I throw some armor at her. Um, 
to when she's going out into battle to help a Reinhardt or something. So, um, definitely a beneficial like team team up. But uh, yeah, I've wrecked people. This the somber really headed out for me because I kept killing her and then she kept coming back to get me. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so I recommend you try her out. Uh, even if you're not a, usually a support main, uh, she doesn't feel like a support. She feels like a little mini tank. Like if DPS and tanks had a baby. Um, she's definitely a defense mm. character though. So just letting you know that. Um, yeah, super fun to play Brigitte. I'm glad I got a bunch of chances to do it. I'm actually pretty confident playing her now. Um, the other day I was like, oh, I probably didn't get any limbs out of that. And I, the, my, because I was so focused on just defending the point that I wasn't worried about a limbs. And when my thing came up, I had 18 limbs and I was a fill. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, try her out. She's super fun. Um, and then I think that's it is just the truly being Torbjorn and Reinhardt's love child. Um. Oh, her ult is fucking dope, by the way. Because uh, anyone in... You do... Um, I'm pretty sure... Well, you speed up, and everybody gets, like, passive healing and armor. I don't know if they... I feel like I get passive healing, but everybody around you gets armor for a little bit. So if, um, if like, a Farah ults or something, it's a good... Uh, it's not going to do anything when a Diva ults, but, like, if a Farah is ulting or something, I've even, like, countered, like, a Bastion with it. So, um, it's a good way to, like, give everybody, bulk everybody up a little bit, especially your mercy. <laughs> um, and, uh, at the same time, speed you up. So, a definitely a cool feature. Um, yeah. but when I first started playing, everybody wanted to play Brigitte, and now I've noticed it's calmed down, uh, because I think she's, she is hard to play. Like, it is, mm -hmm. it's just been, like, a week since she came out, I guess. Um, yeah, it hasn't been very long. Yeah, and the first two days, everybody wanted to play Brigitte. Now, um, a, like, rarely anybody is playing her. So, unless you go into, I fucking hate fucking, I made the mistake of going to grind in arcade and... I, I mean, Deathmatch is usually my best grind in arcade, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to play No Limits. And I get on a team and it's like five Brigittas, and I'm like, you're all doing nothing. Um, and it was just me, Amoira. Uh, but I felt like this junk rat ulted like 50 hundred times. But um, yeah, super fun. There's going to be a lot more people messing around with her, I think, in uh, the arcade modes. But check her out. And check out Sombra now that she's buffed. Super duper fun. She's super annoying in game now. Um, I mean, she's always been annoying, but she's, like, more annoying because I'm, like, a fucking hat! Um, but, and her, I feel like she's just so quick. But even if you're not usually a DPS, you should try out Sombra. So it's the it's the reverse. Even if you're normally DPS, try out Brigitte. If you're normally um, support, try out Sombra. Because you can... I've always felt like Sombra is kind of like one of those DPS that also feels like support. But, yeah. That's my pre-salt. Sorry, I'm watching some crows out my window and it's... 
Uh, as long as they don't start barking like they do in Bloodborne, you're good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that would be so scary. That If that happened, and you know what? Crows can like imitate sounds, so that's fucking scary mm-hmm. as hell. I think that's the scariest sound design in that whole damn game is a stupid-ass crow. The, the, the stupid like, barking, barking. crow. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the it's fuck? Like, My mom's aunt had uh, <laughs> these crows, and uh, like, I guess if you like slice their tongue, they can talk like humans. Um, oh, God. Ravens can just do that, but crows, you have to like uh, slit their tongue or something. I don't really understand no. it. But they they can talk like humans, right? So they always got out of their cage, and then the cops would come complain because they would drink all the foam off the top of people's milk, like, um, bottles that they used to leave. And um, so my mom's aunt used to get angry when the cops came, and she would shut the door and be like, son of a bitch and cops. So the fucking crows would pace in their cage and say, son of a bitch and cops, son of a bitch and cops. (laughs) And I'm like, that's so fucking terrifying. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite YouTube videos of all time was of this guy. He's just sitting on a bench, and a raven kind of hops yeah. up onto the bench next to him. And the girl, the person behind the camera, is saying, "Like, pet it." And he says, "I'm not gonna pet it." And then the raven looks at him and says, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I. I and the guy just it. loses his shit. <laughs> yeah, ravens are super fucking smart too. Uh, oh, they it's a little crows. terrifying. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they remember faces, um, and they tell their children about the faces. So if you fuck off a crow right. or like piss oh off a crow God. or a raven, um, the for generations family. of crows and ravens, you will be fucking hated. But on the other oh hand, if you help them, they'll remember too. So, um, mm-hmm. but they know how to like they use tools and displace water to get treats out of stuff. Like they're hella yeah. fucking. Smart. They'll drop uh, they'll drop nuts and seeds and stuff with a hard shell onto crosswalks and wait for a car to run them over and then go out and eat and then wait for the crosswalk to turn and go yep. out and eat the nut when it's safe. Yep, fucking yeah, birds, truly terrifying. I love them. I love them too. <laughs> so uh, jumping into some uh, salt. Um, my first one is for all you people listening who uh, work at a boring place and you're really not supposed to be listening to music or watching videos or Netflix. Listen, we know that your job is probably boring and mundane and it helps pass the time. But don't get caught by your supervisor and ruin it for everyone else. Um, Also, use headphones because I'm having this issue with my coworker right now where he turns on his radio and then leaves. And I'm like... Dude, yeah. And a couple times I've been like, "Hey, are you leaving? Uh, don't forget to turn off your radio." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Does it bother you?" I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's supposed yes. to be it's supposed to be wearing yeah. headphones. I mean, there's not a whole lot of we don't have walls in our cubicles anymore. So <laughs> he keeps doing it. Yeah, it's it's just so annoying. Like it's I I work doing pretty much data entry and so it's lo- looking at like a computer screen and scanning documents and shredding stuff so having my music and my podcasts and my youtube videos helps pass the day um but when you have your freaking watching shameless on netflix (laughs) where freaking when the freaking hr manager walks in and then don't even try to hide it just stay looking at it um that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna cause some troubles so uh if this is you fyi your coworkers probably don't like you, and you should uh, get on their good side by uh, maybe. I can't uh, 
being fucking about believe it. Yeah. that they risked it all for shameless. <laughs> for shameless. <laughs> right. Yeah. I get uncomfortable listening to like slightly racier podcasts at work. <laughs> like I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh man, like you're killing me. And I'm like, and I understand why like, it's also like we're adults. We should be able to handle like listening to podcasts and stuff like that or watching shows and working mm-hmm. at the same time, but it's still a business environment. So you do kind of have to have this air of like, I'm paying attention to what I'm doing. <laughs> so, yeah. And it doesn't look good for you when you're watching shameless on Netflix plug for shameless <laughs> on Netflix. Um, especially if all people, the HR manager. <laughs> so <laughs> it'd be one thing if it was like our supervisor who probably would have been like, eh, maybe you shouldn't do that when I walk in, be a little bit smarter. Um, you know, as long as I don't see it, I can't call you on it. But like when the HR manager comes in, it's like you're getting called up to the office. So, um, yeah, be a little bit, a little, a little bit smarter about that. I've been salty about that this week. Um, also I kind of wanted to, not too salty, but I guess salty, um, about the changes to Laura Kinney in the comics, um, who is X 23, um, who was Wolverine who is now going back to X-23, because I guess Wolverine's coming back from the dead. Um, so, what else uh, the, well, no, part of it is also because of, um, I hate the comic gate fucking bullshit that they're calling it, since oh, yeah. fucking, like, sexism has always really been a huge part of, sexism and racism and bullshit in fucking comic <laughs> books has always been a huge thing, um, and also, like, women in comics receiving death threats and rape threats from people, um, but part of it is because with the drama from it currently, um, Uh, And a few people from Marvel and DC have actually stepped down from experiencing harassment now. Um, Marvel's kind of backtracking on its uh, changes for diversity. And uh, so a lot of... the answer? Yeah, it is not the answer. The answer is to fucking push forward and tell fuck babies to get over themselves. (laughs) But um, a lot of the changes that they made are reverting back to the original uh, Marvel and dc characters oh so that's is that the big push for this yeah i'm pretty sure this is a big part of why Uh, this is happening yeah yeah see like i here's the thing like in recently probably maybe like six months or maybe almost even a year now like i haven't been able to just be committed to comics like when she became wolverine like i was consistently buying the the monthly issues as they came out and i was enjoying them and I, i got I forget how far I got. I didn't get too far in. Maybe like four issues in. Maybe was that almost four or five is like a first arc kind of thing. Yeah. And, and like it was really good. And it was really cool seeing her as Wolverine and seeing her suit be the classic like Wolverine suit um, just with, you know, her two claws instead of Wolverine's three claws. And um, I don't know. The art and everything, the story was good. They had like these like Wolverine, like X-23 clones that came out that were pretty cool and had great personality and stuff like that. Um, I still need, I still want to buy that run and trade because I like collecting trades. But um, yeah, so I haven't been following it. And then like one of my friends is like, yo, man, you're going to be upset, but they're making her X-23 again. And I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. But, you know, I, I 
I don't know. They they're gonna do what they want to do anyway. So it's not like if I raise a fuss. Plus they're gonna be like, who the hell is Jake? <laughs> who the hell is this dude being yeah. upset or whatever? But then like he sent me this other thing where it's like these costume designs, and some of them were pretty bad. There's like eight of them, I think. So I was like, oh man, like I I hope the artist does a good job with whatever design they pick. It just kind of sucks because I'm like. What like why like it's it's I think it's really cool that she's taken up the mantle of Wolverine and like to be honest with you like she's kind of been a lot more badass than Logan other than old man Logan um recently anyways like I don't know she's always been one of my favorite characters so um I think with that X-Force run she was the most badass part of the X the X Force run that recent one yeah. I think, where oh it's my like God, that was so good, right? She was doing like some dope yeah. stuff, and like even Wolverine was like, "No!" And then she comes walking out like, "Why? Well, calm down, Logan. I got this." You know, so I'm like, yeah, she's such a great character, and I don't know. I I think it would have been cool to keep her as Wolverine. Um, so I don't know. Still, yeah, so- I definitely know that um, a lot of the changes right now are re- Marvel's reverting back to a lot of their original stuff in oh, response, yeah. I, in a fear response, basically to um, angry white dudes on yeah. uh, Tumblr and Twitter, and Twitter and YouTube bitching because they think feminist the feminist agenda is taking over comics, and they don't, and they're not racist or sexist, but they don't want black people and women in their comics. Is basically mm-hmm. what they're saying. Hate culture. Yeah, like uh. I just fucking and they're like, I don't want it taking over. And like one of the biggest memes right um, now for them is um, the last Black Canary cover before it got canceled was uh, her wearing a shirt that said, um, "Ask me about my feminist agenda." Oh, you mean Mockingbird? And, like, yeah, Mockingbird. <laughs> yeah, and, I want. Um, I want to get that shirt just to fuck with people because it's just like yeah (laughs) and uh like they it's like a huge like meme now about like how stupid it was to try they're like women don't read comics stop trying to get them to read comics and i'm like women do read comics and guess the fuck what women write comics yeah and the only people keeping them from doing it is people fucking gatekeeping like you and it just i don't why I don't understand why you wouldn't want people to enjoy something that you enjoy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. ugh. And, and just, so, I, I mean, you're seeing it as backlash in the big two right now of people of um, DC and Marvel pushing back, which is just fucking cowardly. Grow some fucking balls. <laughs> be the fucking heroes that you publish and push forward. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Captain mm-hmm. America would never step back and be like, you know what? I'm going to let these assholes win. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Never stay down. Always get up is yeah. all I have to fucking say. And it sucks that like titles like this that people are enjoying, that you're enjoying, are just basically being like, hey, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And like m- pushing back and being like, okay, well, we're not going to, we're also not going to give her a dope costume. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It just, yeah, it sucks. And you know, you bring up that Mockingbird. That was like another one I was following too. Like, what's her name on the show was such a cool character. I forget what her name is. Adriana something? Yeah. To Palakia? I don't know what her last name was. But she did great. Like, I started watching the show because I thought she's she was really dope in John Wick. And then she came yeah. on as Mockingbird. And, and to be honest with you, I even made the joke when they showed the new pictures of, um, what's her name? Scarlett Johansson. I'm like, what's up with her trying to look like Mockingbird in Infinity yeah. War? Because she looks just like Homegirl in, in uh, the show. 
But yeah, like, I don't really understand what's going on with blonde <laughs> Johansson and uh, blonde. Um, what what's up with blonde Wanda Phil, Maximoff? Yeah, photoshopped Maximoff. Yeah. Oh yeah, what the God. fuck is going on there? That was so bad. They already erased a lot of her identity, uh, like her cultural identity when they made the new movies. And then on top of that, because like she has Jewish and Romani backgrounds, I'm pretty sure is what you call it, Romani. And like they were like, uh, fuck that when they made the new movie, when they made the, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't doubt it because Whedon was involved. So I know how that goes. Um. But, like, and then on top of that, they're like, mm, she's blonde now, and also she doesn't even look like Elizabeth Olsen anymore. <laughs> yeah, we photoshopped her face. We photoshopped God. her. <laughs> it's really like, bad, but... It's really bad. And then when you were like, hey, uh, hey, Jesse, is this Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> still? And I'm like, I don't even know anymore! Yeah. I know she's still in the movie, because you can... I am she doesn't it, even but know like, anymore, it feels like. She doesn't even... I would be so fucking pissed if I saw that cover and I was Elizabeth Olsen. I would be like, who is this? whore like who's this bitch <laughs> who's coming spinning. from my title yeah um but yeah like and so like uh, we'll bring going back to that mockingbird one like that run was great too and like i at the same time i fell off of the wolverine ones when i fell off of it it's just all i stopped following all these comics just because of money and time and like i know it's not because of me but then i feel like crap was it because i stopped buying comics <laughs> Because you feel that way, and they're like, there was, was such it my three ninety nine that caused the end of these books? Yeah, if only I had bought one more comic, it would still be going. <laughs> but like, I think the thing that sucked that like kind of like irritates me is that like, just as much as there's cool male heroes and stories, there are like really cool female characters, and it's just like characters like Mockingbird, you get excited about Quake, um, X twenty three. And stuff like that. And then it's just like, just because like white dudes are like, oh, this is a freaking girl and she's not, has her boobs popping out. I don't want to buy it. Like, that sucks, dude. Like, you're missing out on such good, like, Mockingbird was such a good and funny story as well as her just being a badass. Like, it was just ridiculously over the top wild. Like, I don't understand why women are supposed to have, like, we have to, re- like, relate to men in shows, mm-hmm. but if you ask a man to relate to a woman in shows, they, mm-hmm. like, they, like, are like, what's gonna happen to my masculinity yeah, if I relate well, to a woman? I mean, uh, once again, it comes down to, I am feel uncomfortable when we are yeah, not about yeah. me. When things are not about it's just, me. it's crazy, like... <laughs> Like, one of my all-time fa- like, and I'm glad she's finally getting some shine now because of the Deadpool movie, but D- Domino has always been my favorite. But anytime you hear yeah. it, it's like, no one cares about Domino because their powers is luck. And I'm like, y'all are stupid. Like, you can do a lot with a person whose power is, like, you know, for lack of a better word, luck powers. Like, yeah. And then not only that, but it's not, it's not that she's lucky. It's also that she is a badass trained mercenary. Like, yeah. that comes mm-hmm. before her luck powers. It's just when you're a badass mercenary and you have luck on your side, that's the freaking cool story um, like foundation it, right there. But nobody and it wants, requires yeah. actual skill to write that. Yeah. Like, if someone's power is that they're lucky, how do you write that and make it cool? Yeah. It's and like- that's the challenge. And no, not everybody wants to write, like, I, like, one of the things I like about one, um, the manga artist and writer mm-hmm. is that one of the things he's really good at is taking characters who are super OP and (laughs) writing stories about them that aren't, that 
aren't like, oh, look at how cool and badass this character is. It's more like, this person's so OP, how do we still make an interesting story with <laughs> yeah. a character that's too overpowered? Right, and, yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's good writing. Right, that's yeah. taking a challenge and fucking taking a chance in writing yeah. and fucking rocking it. But, like, people just want their simple, like, oh, this <laughs> dude comes in and punches a dude and that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's speaking of One Punch Man, like that's my so far my favorite has been he's so OP, but he has a problem with mosquitoes and he can't stop. Oh yeah, he can't stop a stupid mosquito from flying around his face. But yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. it's upsetting. It's just like there's all all around great characters and like I don't know. I was telling a friend too, like that's why I really like Deadpool. Like so far, it's been like of course it's taking its own liberties the way you know you have to with movies because you can't do everything but at the same yeah. time it's doing like okay now um terry cruz is playing a character named bedlam and it's like who the hell is bedlam and now everybody's like scrambling jumping on wikipedia finding out who these old stories on this guy named bedlam i'm like dude that's crazy like the and yeah. then not only that but it's actual x-force members it's not like they're making up new characters. well maybe they are i don't know there's a whole bunch of people on that plane <laughs> but at least the prime <laughs> the primary people are like these legit like okay we want a person of color from the x-force boom we've got this guy named bedlam who has these powers and then we can throw terry cruz in and terry cruz can come on the movie and have a ball and make us all love him even more than we already do so that's awesome so um negasonic teenage warhead oh uh, yeah <laughs> i i think we might i think she might get a girlfriend in this movie yeah we're not, well, at I mean, least that's what the reports sure. are, but yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody's like, fingers um, crossed, right? Fingers crossed, because if I'm gay-baited, I will personally punch fucking Ryan Reynolds. In- <laughs> Actually, it's not Ryan Reynolds. In the- it's yeah. Paul. Like, I feel like if anybody was gonna, like, be like, sh- she should have a girlfriend, it would be Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He's- he was there for, he was the hero who was there for us when nobody was. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's a good Twitter <laughs> but- boy. <laughs> And he's a good Twitter boy, but yeah, I I mean, like it might it might happen, it might happen, yeah. and you know what, you know what, Deadpool, I will I will go see that movie five times with my <laughs> money that uh instead of eating, so that so that people know that I want more lesbians in Marvel. <laughs> Give me more lesbians. Give me Where's more lesbians. How lesbians. much money do you Where's need to to fucking give me lesbians? How much actual money do you need me to put forward <laughs> to? Because I will do this. I will become a world class prostitute in order. Oh my God, to get more lesbians <laughs> in Marvel. Well, Just the lesbians that already exist. I'm not asking you to make up lesbians. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. So, um, yeah, and then so just moving on, I had like some Monster Hunter crybaby stuff. Um, I'm fighting this thing that's like kills you in two shots. Um, that, that sucks. Um, when you were like Monster Baby crybaby, I was like like Devil Man. Yeah, that's what I was I thinking too. Yeah. Monster Hunter crybaby. The most ambitious crossover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better than uh, yeah, the Infinity Wars. But yeah, so it's just been like kind of like super hard. Like the difficulty level did spike, but um, I asked for some help and it was pretty cool. The only thing that did suck though is when I asked for help, this one guy kept on hitting us as we were trying to like harvest the like 
bonus stuff or whatever, and like he wouldn't let us. Mm. So that was kind of like messed up, but whatever. He still helped me take down the monster. Um, but yeah, that was just really quick because I took a lot longer with the comic book stuff. But the last thing I did want to talk about is apparently YouTube Red is doing a Cobra freaking Kai um, series. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what? Cobra Kai. You might remember Cobra Kai from the classic 80s movie, Karate Kid, where Daniel's son, <laughs> uh, the boy with a heart of gold, learns karate from Mr. Miyagi and takes on the blonde hair, blue eyed bully from the Cobra Kai dojo with his black gi and torn off sleeves and then kicks That's him. That's me. Yeah. And like karate kicks him in the face. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess it's the same actor that played this kid, I think, supposedly. Um, and uh, he's coming back and he's a hobo he's like just a bum he's always a drunk blah 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 and then all of a sudden it cuts to him watching a car commercial and in the car commercial it's Daniel's son grown up Ralph Macchio's himself uh, Ralph Macchio's Ralph himself freaking yeah Ralph find me at the crossroads Macchio's um, selling cars and like doing like a Cal Worthington karate chop chopping the prices down because everybody remembers him as the karate kid. Um, and then somehow like the Cobra Kai guy, I don't even know what his name is. I'm just calling him Cobra Kai. I'm so um, confused. Did you watch karate kid? Yeah, no, I just, Oh, just the fact that yeah. they're doing this, you're confused. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because then like they show, like he goes to like the liquor store and there's like this young kid being bullied by other kids. And then he's all like, leave the kid alone. And they're like, what do you know about it, old man? And then he does karate on them. And then so this is a grown-ass man beating up teenagers. I know. That's what I was going to say. It's a grown-ass man beating up teenagers. Yeah. But okay, yeah. whatever. And it. then the, the kid that he saved is all like, can you please, you know, is that Kung Fu? And he's like, no, it's Cobra Kai Karate. And then It's Cobra Kai Karate. Yeah, and he's like, can you teach me? And then he like brings Cobra Kai back from the ashes and starts his like own dojo, which I'm like, how do you have money to have your own dojo? You were, if you were just a, homo. yeah, you were freaking <laughs> the trailer, the trailer I, wakes Jake, up. With, yeah. Opens up with him waking Jake, up. And he beer did bottle. a GoFundMe. Yeah, I know. Right. He did a kickstarter. And, uh, and then like they have it like where possible. freaking Daniel son, freaking <laughs> Daniel LaRusso, Ralph Machios, um, sees the Cobra Kai himself. and he's like, oh my God, no, we can't have Cobra Kai coming back because of my epic fight with him and what a bully he was. And so they legit have like different scenes of like Ralph Macchio's like putting on the headband like he did in Karate Kid and pull out the <sighs> gi and then do the crane like move, which I think um, so... isn't even a karate move. That's a Kung Fu crane move. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty Listen. sure karate doesn't have crane style. That's kung fu. That's <laughs> kung fu. Yeah. So I'm very concerned, but you know, I was just like, this is so stupid. And like, it'd be one thing if it was like a movie, but it's a freaking series. It's a, okay. So and then it's a YouTube series. So I'm like, YouTube is putting this on. I'm like, I just want YouTube to put out more Game Grumps, not freaking right. I want season oh two God. of Good Game, not freaking Cobra Kai. What, what if the what if the Game Grumps were in Cobra Kai? Then I would watch it, but still, <laughs> I don't want to watch it. So if they better put the Game Grumps in if they want me to watch it. But I just thought it was just what so good. Better put like... the Game Grumps in it if they want. Me to yeah, watch it's just it. like I'm like, come on, like 
Ralph Macchio's the Karate Kid. Like, like, didn't he go like to Japan in like the third movie? And then he had the cool little like drum thingies that you like move and goes. Jake, do you fucking think I watched any Karate Kid movie after the first one? That's true. Yeah. I well, I watched Karate Kid three because the girl was really cute. See, someone watched it. She was my. She was she. I had a crush. Wait, wasn't there a Karate Kid with Bow Wow? <laughs> no, yeah. it was with uh, Jaden Smith, wasn't it? Was that no? I feel like it was too long ago for it to be Jaden Smith, but maybe it was. Yeah, and well, Jaden Smith was in the Karate Kid remake. Yeah, and it, oh, they remade it, and it was technically okay. this is yeah. I hate. Oh this. my god, this was in 2010. For some reason, my brain was like, uh, this was in 2003. Yeah, and I was like, no. <laughs> what? Yeah, the worst part about the is the same thing they did with like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Because Americans don't know what a philosopher's stone is, so let's dumb it down and make up a word. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be the Kung Fu Kid, but they're like, people aren't going to watch the Kung Fu Kid. Let's watch Karate Kid. I'm like, oh my god. Because I think it's the same thing. I don't think he's doing karate. I think he's doing Kung Fu. Because, like, Jackie Chan doesn't know karate. Jackie Chan's the drunken Kung Fu master. So, I don't know. <laughs> Jackie Chan doesn't know karate. Yeah, I saw Rumble in the Bronx when it came out, and that was Kung Fu. So, and <laughs> anyways. Some people who are actually, like, karate and Kung Fu masters, yeah. are going to come up and be like, oh. Uh, um, actually, that was the hung- actually. that was the Hungar style, uh, made famous through, yeah. According to the encyclopedia, <laughs> Yeah, they're like you will recall in the Avatar. Uh, what's <laughs> Hang was actually doing Bagua Kung Fu, and uh, Zuko was doing Southern Shaolin style. And, yeah. Well, they did actually. Yeah, no, that's when they. Were, I only yeah. know that because I watch a special feature. So otherwise, I'd <laughs> I wouldn't know any of the stuff I just said. <laughs> I'm choking on my own oxygen. Yeah, thank. Thank you, Nickelodeon, for your bonus content on the DVDs because I feel like I know what I'm talking about when it comes to Bagua Kung Fu. <laughs> and I think it was Sifu Kifu or something like that. That's the name of the guy. Anyways, I'm done. I'm sorry. I talked too long. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kay. Um, well, I don't have a lot this week. I just cosplay is a bad hobby. And I'm stressed out about the convention next week and uh, how my costume isn't done. And, like, I was saying to Jesse and Jake after the stream that I was... I have never been more ready to just be fucking done with a costume before. Like, I'm just... I just want to be finished with this fan costume so badly. And I I want to be free. I want to work on something else. I just want to be done. K be free. Uh, <laughs> and so I haven't had much time for other stuff and we're leaving extremely early on Thursday, um, between the hours of midnight and three AM and I'm not looking forward to that either and I feel like I've got a million things to do before the trip and I just I just want to be done with my costume, so I can at least relax on that front. But my friends and I are going to do cosplay sweatshop this weekend, as we call it. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to get it done then. Or at least to a point where I can say, all I have to do is paint the lance and I'm done, because I'd be happy with that. Um, and then the last thing I got is that um, this was from the, the Budborn stream, 
it's time time to call out our, our host Jake Lionheart. Um, I we were in Canehurst. Caitlin had just invaded us, um, and we we went into the um, the main room of the uh, castle where there's all those ghosts. It's like it's fucking lousy with ghosts. There's so many ghosts in there, and we cleared out the top floor. Or the bottom floor, rather. And I went up the stairs and was fighting three ghosts at once in the, on the second floor on the staircase. And I'm like, hey, there's ghosts up here. And Jake and Jesse and Caitlin are all screwing around on the bottom floor while I'm getting just wrecked. No, actually, we were on like, the opposite staircase. Are you guys going to play the video game or what? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know where I was going, and I was looking for you, so I thought you would. Jesse gets a pass. No, actually, okay, because she doesn't know what she's doing. But Jake <laughs> heard me call for backup, and he decided he was too busy goofing off. I'm so sorry, I died. Man. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I was actually, and then I had a hard time connecting afterwards. So I'm just like, maybe if you hadn't let me die, we wouldn't have <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then the worst part was Caitlin was sitting down, so I sit down next to Caitlin, and then Jesse gets harassed by a ghost. And I just watched. I know, and I'm like, do I have to fucking do? And Jake just watched me kill it. You were doing a good job. He was letting you have. I understand that letting you do the thing because you live. No, it. he wasn't. He was. He was sitting down facing Caitlin's character. They were both sitting down on the floor in the middle of the fucking lobby, just staring into each other's eyes while I'm fucking destroying a ghost. Uh, I'm the worst. See, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a little overbearing in co-op because I am of the opinion that when you're summoned into a world, your job is just to keep the host alive hmm. long enough to get to the boss fight. Um, and open up all the, you know, shortcuts and stuff. But primarily, you're there to keep the host alive. So I'm just like, Jake! Yeah. Jake! I, was all I know, because if I die, I have to resummon you guys, and it's a yeah, big hassle for everyone. I'm sorry. Listen, I... It's, it, it is a bit of a debate <laughs> in the Souls community where people are just like, no, your job is to, like, hang back and help them out if they're in trouble, but you need to let them do it themselves. And I'm like, no, I'm there to keep the host yeah. alive. That's my purpose. So, yeah, especially since if the host dies, it's a big ass fucking mess for everybody. Yeah. If I die, it's not that big of a deal. They can summon somebody else, but right. if they die, they have to start over. So, and it's a pain in the ass. And you have to use your insight to do it. So it's just kind of like, yeah. not that I have any shortage of like madman's knowledge just sitting around in my fucking inventory. But yeah, at this point, you're not hard up for it very much, but. Uh, yeah, Jake, Jake we were just babysitting a toddler. <laughs> that toddler was named Jake Lionheart. Yeah, it was. And then I was all <laughs> crashing into furniture for no reason, and then... And you glitched out an elevator. <laughs> yes. That was hilarious, though. It's still, the, yeah. It's all like, because you pulled the lever, you dumbass, and then I fall to the <laughs> I sounded oh so God. mad. I hope people realize that I wasn't actually yeah. mad at you. 
No. I was just well, taking the piss out. Yeah, well, if anything, like, you probably deserve to, because, like, I've said this, like, a few times off the po- podcast or whatever, but, like, I was such a brat when you're like, I pulled the lever, and I'm like, I want to pull it anyways. And so I was like, I kind of... <laughs> I like, you don't have to pull it. I already called the elevator. Yeah. And he's like, but I want to. I want to, to anyways. <laughs> so I totally had it coming. Like, this is, oh this is karma for me being a brat at the beginning of this level. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> It was like when we went in to fight the witches of Hemwick, the witch of Hemwick, and <laughs> Kay's like, "This is going to be, this is an easy boss." boss oh, fight. I didn't yeah. think it was easy. I was like, "It's not that difficult." And then I got my ass wrecked <laughs> twice, and I'm like, "I deserve this." Yeah. <laughs> I was when I was, yeah, I was watching at that point, and like that one kept on regaining health or something, right? And you're like, "She yeah, spawned it, it, again." If you take too long. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, if you take too long, the first because like you fight the first witch of Hemwick, and she dies, and then a second one spawns, and then the first one regains like comes back to life and regains about a quarter of her health. Mm-hmm. And if you take too long, that's going to keep happening. So I ended up with like I ended up fighting like three or four in the same battle at one point because oh, no. yeah. I just couldn't not simultaneously, of course, but it sucked. Kept on coming back. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it wasn't going to be that difficult because I, I didn't have that much insight. So I was like, oh, so there's going to be fewer um, yeah. of the little dudes, which I think is true, but there were still tons of them. Yeah, I feel like there were <laughs> more for some reason, and I didn't have that much insight. I had like three. So I was like, okay, we're going to. Because I learned my lesson last time I went with um, Jake and Sentient Plus's r- real human oh, name Dave. is <laughs> Dave. Um, Last time I went with Jake and Dave, I had too much insight, and we were getting swamped by them, even just, like, walking through Hemwick. Yeah, yeah so, see, I didn't have enough insight for them to spawn inside Hemwick. Yeah. So at least there's, I think you need, like, between 10 and 20. Yeah. Yeah, um, I had, sure. like, 14. Yeah. So yeah. that's why that was Yeah, I had never seen it when we were playing with Dave, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, why are they showing up? Yeah, there's, there's certain changes that happen if you have enough insight in yeah. Bloodborne. That's one of them. Uh, I think at 25, the big dudes in the Cathedral Ward with the lanterns, uh, their lanterns are covered in eyeballs and they gain a uh, like a magic spell. Um, mm-hmm. Another one. And then at 40 is the big one. 40 is the one where all the amygdalas become visible. So you can see them once. And I had a really great moment with that when I was playing with a, a friend of my brother-in-law where we, we he summoned into my game and the amygdalas were visible. And he's like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> It's like the tiny diva. What What the fuck 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 is that? What the fuck is that? I was like, it's an amygdala. Don't worry about it. He's like, what? I'm like, don't worry about it. Let's go. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I love when Kay says that to me. I'll be like, wait a minute. But if this happened, why is this happening? Kay's like, don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry about it. You know what? I do got to say, Kay, like, you're really good, like, at, like, for I guess like a newcomer, like you'd probably be the best like lead because then you're like, hey, make sure you look at this and and when you get out of the carriage, yeah, like I, I was like, I know everything. Yeah, so I, that was one thing that in in Hemwick we got to a point and I was like, Jesse, don't kill these crows. Let me handle it. And I yeah. killed all but two of them. And I'm like, these crows are non-hostile. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just they're just non-hostile. So yeah, we just walked over there and they're just looking at us. And I was like, <laughs> hey, friends. Yeah. Hey, no friends. They just sit there. I don't know why. Yeah, I think I that's we where we kind of like. Yeah, I think that's where we messed up like um, Jesse's playthrough with Dave because like 
we were just excited to you go around and kill snacks and stuff. Ruined <laughs> my playthrough, by the way. We didn't I'm have... gonna have to make a whole new game because you guys okay, took me into the Forbidden Woods and I told you I hadn't fought Henwick yet, and I um and I, I don't think it was your fault so much as Dave's fault. Yeah, it was definitely but, like, Dave. You guys, <laughs> Dave you Dave guys took me Dave. into the woods and Basically, f- into the Forbidden Woods, and then, like, because I started the wrong boss fight, I basically can't fight Henrik anymore. I can't um, go find, uh, what is her name again? The, the prostitute. Ariana. She's gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, she won't spawn anymore for me. And you, most importantly, <laughs> ruined my Eileen storyline. You ruined <gasps> it. You fucking Ow. ruined yeah, it. Dave. Because I talked to her the first the first two times, right? So I knew that Henrik was going to be in Odin Temple, uh, um, Odin Chapel or whatever it is. And the problem with that is that if you do the first two, um, mm-hmm. if you do the first two fucking uh, parts of Eileen's storyline, but then don't fight Henrik, um, no matter what you fucking, and then go to Rom, no matter what you fucking do, when you kill Rom, um, you're gonna go up to the top of the chapel or whatever, and Eileen's gonna be hostile. Yes. So I'm gonna have to fucking murk her, and it's gonna be and, terrible because yeah, she's gonna kick my fucking ass. If you don't, I think actually, in retrospect, if you don't fight Henrik before the next boss fight, no matter what that is, um, he kills her, and then you have to fight her in the cha- in the cathedral. Apparently, I could have fought Parl if. Um, because I, I was reading about it last night, because you guys left, and then I played on Overwatch, and then I, like, showered and everything, and then I was laying in bed thinking about <laughs> Bloodborne, and I started reading lore stuff, but then I was reading all the, like, technical stuff about what you have to do for what, like, storylines. I could have fought Parl, and they said it would be okay, but the... Parl's really tough, though. Yeah. They said, though, that... um as soon as you, as soon as you trigger the fight with Rom, your entire Eileen storyline is basically she dies, and I have to fight. She's hostile when I come to um, like fight her. And I, and the worst part is, is I got the poison knives and everything for Henrik, but I, but I started that stupid. I triggered that stupid boss fight with Rom, and I've ruined my fucking Eileen love story, and I'm angry about it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jake Lionheart, and I'm running for worst person in the universe. <laughs> Vote for me this election, 2018. Oh my god! I don't think it was ex- it, like everybody was excited, and Dave was there, and he's like, "Let's go fight Rom." Well, see, this, I, yeah. was just, I think that's why I, I like, go back to saying like Kay is like really good at this because we were two yeah. knuckleheads that were just excited to go around killing. Yeah, because I might have been like, "Well, wait." Yeah, exactly. You would have been like, "No, let's take care of Heinrich and then go to Bergenworth," where we were just like, "Oh, we can go to the woods. We can go kill snacks. We could go to the Bergenworth." Snacky. <laughs> yeah. And, like we have, we have all these options of places to go. Yeah, and, and we kind of, I think, yeah, like kind of like your what is it? Like your eyes I are bigger than your stomach. Help though. Yeah, I yeah. can't summon and help. No, when I you fight have Henrik. to fight Henrik by yourself. Yeah, with Eileen. Yeah. And I can't hit Eileen because then she goes hostile anyway. I hit her a couple times in the fight, but you have it's like a certain number amount of damage that causes her to freak out at you. Yeah, I mean, fair, because she's trying to do her fucking job, and I'm here after she told me specifically not to come, and then I, like, came anyway. But, yeah, so I'm really, I was really butthurt that I couldn't, 
Sorry, now we're in my salt for some reason. But it's fine. Hey, I was going. really fucking butthurt that I didn't get my fucking Eileen romance. I know it's not a romance arc, but that's what I'm calling it. My fucking Eileen romance. I was so butthurt that I stayed up late last night to sketch my hunter trying to kiss Eileen because <laughs> I was just so sad. I'm just, I'm just a cavern of sadness. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, I blame you. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I feel like Bloodborne already, like, I'm sorry because y'all are probably done with Bloodborne, but I'm so hyped about it because I just started playing I, I it. I love talking about yeah, Bloodborne. No, Bloodborne is a yeah, Bloodborne's so good, Jesse. I wrote, after, and, yeah, I wrote an album on it, Jesse, so we can talk about all you want. On, on Wednesday, we had uh, Discord issues, so we we're actually recording this on a Saturday. And so Jake left, and Nikki left, and Jesse and I just spent like an hour talking about Bloodborne. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. It, it's so cool and I'm like I'm definitely going to play this game again it's like built for you to play it again so that you can go through everyone's storyline mm-hmm. you know Yeah, it gives you and a that's chance how all to the, that's how all the Souls games are as well yeah because it gives you a chance to if your friends uh, decide to go fight Rom before you're even ready to fight Rom <laughs> um, you can, uh, you know, fucking just build another game. But it's okay. I think I'll finish this game, um, the, the just how I have it, and painfully fight my wife. And then, um... Well, you don't have to gonna... fight her. You could just leave her there. You can just leave But then her you there. won't get her gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I want her gear, so I have to fight yeah. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> but I'm not gonna get the approval... Um, clap. You only get that no. if you successfully help her. She also has Bullshit. another one, the wait uh, yeah. gesture that you only get for the end of her quest. Yep. Life hurts. It, it really hurts. It hurts. It hurt hard. Sometimes be like that on this bitch of a planet, Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hope you don't yeah. listen yeah. to my Eileen song because that'll make things worse. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm hey, do this that is what second playthroughs are for, yeah. y'all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we can help. I, I didn't again. get. I didn't get Eileen's yeah. quest on my first playthrough either, because uh, actually it was because of a glitch. So it super wasn't my fault, but still, mm. it's um, okay. I'm still having a lot of fun and doing this first playthrough and having people help me through. I know some people are like, "Oh, you should do it by yourself first but I think it's been really. If I would have tried to play this game by myself with no help, I would have never picked it up again. Um, I also think like. In your second playthrough, when you kind of know the ropes more, it'll be easier for you to do it by yourself. Yeah. yeah. So now is just the time to experience See, it, and then afterwards I, I you can go in by yourself. Like, with, with you know, the guys pushing for, like, oh, we can go do this, we can go do that, that's the mindset of somebody who's already played the game. Yeah. It's like, we have all these options, let's go do all the things, yeah. ah! Whereas when it's your first playthrough, it's like you're kind of mm. just kind of slowly yeah. making your way through. You're more timid. We were so excited just to be like, Jesse, look at this, and Jesse, look at that. Jesse, look at this cool thing. Yeah. We gotta go do this. Yeah. We gotta go do that. And then you, for- like, I know I forget things and skip things. Yeah. And it's like, And I'm oh, definitely like, right. tour, tour guide Kay, like, look at this statue. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I know. Kay is so good at it. Kay's stone. like, hey, Take Jesse, why don't you go stone. read that like? note? Yeah. And meanwhile, yeah. 
um, the boys are like, come on, Jesse. And I'm like, I'm reading a fucking note yeah. right now. Can you just fucking you know chill? We can't blame <laughs> yeah. this on Dave because Dave was like, don't run through the woods willy nilly. Sets off the trap that like blows up in my face. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you funny. run fast enough and you run past that trap, it doesn't hit you and it hits the enemies behind you. So what is really the truth, Oprah gets? <laughs> Yeah, that was just so ridiculous when Dave was like, don't go running willy-nilly, and then sets off the trap. And then just explodes. Thanks, Dave! <laughs> we uh, had a funny moment where I was like, you should look at your tonsil stone, and what is it, what does it look like? And it's like, okay, so you know those flowers with all the holes in them? I'm like, what else does it look like? <laughs> oh my God. The answer also, I wanted was, it looks like an amygdala. Yeah, but- yeah and, uh... And, but the lotus um, pod is also true. <laughs> Caitlin was like, Jesse, it's Amidala. And I'm like, first of all, amygdala? it's amygdala. Because it's absolutely a play on words. And, and second in the game, all, they, they pronounce it amygdala. So it's a, yeah. like a slightly different emphasis on the wrong syllable. But like, <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. yeah, it's no, absolutely it, a play on words. So don't tell me what to do. You're beautiful, no. Caitlin. I'm sorry. No, but, it's absolutely supposed to be amygdala because that's the fear center of your brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I don't even know whose salt you were on. I just fucking I, yelled it was about mine. Um, I, sorry. I believe it's fine. Yes, it, I I am done now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I guess it's my salt. Uh, yes. I don't have salt, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm just here, living my life, being a recluse, you know how it is. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say being an erection. Like, Whoa. Why that would too? she say that? I don't being know! An I'm <laughs> I don't sorry. know what that means, but there is a spider on the wall, and I do not like this, even though it is like ten feet away from me. <laughs> Understandable. <sighs> that Was that your salt? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. My salt was what I just yelled about in K's salt. I'm sorry, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, my heart is broken. Um, my other piece of salt is Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you've done. I don't. I, first of all, I miss Nikki so much. I I just miss you, Nikki. Oh, I miss you. Some days, I'm just like, I wonder what Nikki's doing. And then I text you, and you're like, I'm busy. And I'm like, oh. I'll never oh, see Nikki she's again. playing Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> oh, she's playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and I just lay on my bed mm-hmm. and like I just hear all around me are familiar. Listen, faces. I'm not hard to get a hold of. No, you're not hard to get a hold of, but you're hard to talk to. Um, what? Yeah, we'll talk about this later. We'll have our marital mm-hmm. problems off. <laughs> I but, I reply to every message I get. Yeah, and that's it. That's what we get. You get... Sometimes you don't, and I get red. We'll talk about this later. Wait, 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 And anyway, what, my next piece what, of salt is... What I had do y'all this, want from me? I want to speak with you every once in a while. Then speak with me. No, because I have to be scheduled. We are having real what? marital problems scheduled? right now. You have to be like, uh, uh, we, uh, I could talk to you uh, on this day <laughs> at uh, 3 o'clock. Oh, you o'clock mean, okay, okay, until, so this, uh, this is, this is not, like, 
texting, messaging, talking. This is voice this is hanging real out, human chatting, interactions, like like we're doing right now. Okay, so here here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. I I will tell you now that uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, Wednesday as well, but that's <laughs> podcast day. Those four days are the days when I have prior commitments. And all of them start at like five. Except for Wednesday because we record at seven. But that's, that's, that's the way it is. Everything's at five. So I get home from work and have a half hour to stuff my face and then I'm doing things. Yeah. Yeah. You are. And yeah. your weekends have been busy with stuff too. I just don't see you anymore. Uh, uh, our yeah. marriage is falling apart. <laughs> I mean, this weekend is We should is go up to a cabin and I'm... handcuff one of... I'm going to handcuff Whoa. you uh... and then die of a heart attack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really don't like this. Uh, like, yeah, these, these few weekends are... Yeah, but see, I'm just... What the fuck? Everything's happening. Well, last weekend I wasn't really doing anything. That was nice. My next piece Uh, of salt is that uh, I had this fucking airhead gum. I would not recommend. Oh my god. It was beyond disappointing. So Mm. I get it. It's cherry flavored. And it's like real pieces of candy inside, right? (laughs) Micro candies? (laughs) Micro candies cannot heal the pain that I experienced. It tasted like Really, I mean, obviously it's artificial cherry, but like it tasted that specific cheap artificial cherry taste. You know the one I'm talking about. You know, airheads yeah. cherry. Yeah, but like it was worse than an airhead. It was just like dirt. It was like I was eating dirt with cherry flavor, and it was gross. And I hated it, and I was so sad. And usually mm. I can chew gross gum, but I had to spit it out. And then I just threw the pack of gum away. It was a dollar. That was a dollar that's gone gone on the other hand if you guys get a chance to try the swedish fish gum super delicious but not the airhead gum do not do it avoid at all costs (laughs) and then jake of course Uh is my other piece of salt um but we all know why because my my bloodborne game has been an experience but i still love y'all i love y'all so much Mm um and uh finally my last piece of salt is absolutely this the fucking um the comic gate thing um which i guess like people expected me to like i mean i did make one post about it but mostly it was like i've been experiencing this for so long that i don't see it as like a phenomenon in the way that gamergate was you know what i'm saying um like it just is part of my life which is sad i guess um the the fact that like i remember going to watch fucking lord of the rings <laughs> in the dorms and there were these guys there talking about comics and i had to give the entire history of aquaman before they would even listen to me um which is stupid cuz why the mm-hmm. fuck do i want to talk about aquaman but like it's just it's frustrating that like in order to talk about comics or enjoy comics or whatever i had to be like twice as knowledgeable as everybody else i'm just tired of it i don't feel like i should prove myself to anybody but just threatening people's well-being over fucking comic books is just garbage you're a garbage human being at the end of the day like 
it's so bizarre to me that you would read comic books about heroes and people who save people and then turn around and be a garbage human being. And I just, it's, it hurts. It hurt when I was at Comic Con and people were booing that guy for asking about diversity in comics. It hurts every time guys are rude to me at comic book stores. It hurts every time I see things happen like what happened to X-23. It hurts me every time I fucking have to open up a comic book and see fucking Starfire, like, almost completely naked. And, they're, and like, fuck boys will argue that it's because she gets her power from the sun. And I'm like, you know who else gets their power from the sun? Superman. But I don't fucking see him in a bikini. Like... Fuck you, you know? If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it like Final Fantasy where everyone's a slut or no one's a slut, and that's just how it be. Like, you either have to like dark souls it up and everybody's wearing armor, or like you need to fucking Final Fantasy it up and everybody's wearing a thong with like fifty belt buckles. That's just how it is. But it hurts. It hurts a lot, but I, it's not going to stop me from enjoying the medium. The medium that, like, basically, I started making comics before I even really knew what comics were. Um, in the fourth grade, I had composition books filled with comics I had made. And um, when I was 12, I started reading comics. Uh, I started with Dark Horse, and then I moved into the big two, and then I moved out of the big two and into indie comics. And now I read a lot of online comics. And I, now I'm making comics again, and I, I've i been through a lot with enjoying this genre, but, like, at the end of the day, you can't take what I've already learned and enjoyed from me. And I'm going to continue to cosplay, I'm going to continue to make comics, going to continue to write comics, going to continue to enjoy comics, and you being a piece of shit isn't going to stop that. So, I think... Like, for me, it's it's a hurtful... I mean, this is a really kind of serious piece of salt, I'm sorry, but it it's hurtful, and it sucks to see, and I'm sure it sucks for a lot of people who... All different kinds of people who fall into the diverse category, like, diverse explains all of us when there's so many of us, you know? Um, but, you know, like... W- we, we can keep on fighting, and you know what? Eventually, if you keep if you keep making comics, people who don't fall into, like, the mainstream idea of what a comic book artist is or a comic book writer is, like, if you keep making shit and people start buying it, soon we'll be the people in charge of comic books, and then everybody else will have to sit the fuck down. Um, so... Yeah, support each other, support stuff that you see being done by people who are can't afford to be published by a big publisher, um, take care of each other, stand up for each other, be the heroes that you love so much. Mm-hmm. And that's my salt. That was beautiful, Jesse. Well, um, I guess time to move into some imported salt. Um, we've only Woo. got uh, one this week. Well. Wow. Hang on, I I just saw this a little like earlier on Facebook, and I thought it was kind of funny, and it fits in with uh, comics, since we've been talking about comics a lot this episode. Uh, apparently, Frank Miller is going to Denver Comic Con this year, and they posted, they're like, hey, Frank Miller's going to be here on this day, want an autograph, blah, 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 and somebody just responded to the post with, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
what is he? He's like writing Xerxes or something, right? It's like no. Who cares, honestly? Who yeah. cares? Three hundred was cool. I'm... That was before you were crazy. We don't. We don't need you now. Yeah, I feel like. Well, I feel like fucking Frank Miller. Like I, I've talked about this before, but his fucking um. His fucking Batman has always been, like, a weirdly fascist Batman. Yeah. And, like, there's just been so many signs. It's just, like, it's just so funny who, like, these people idolize as comic book writers uh, for writing. This is, this is why not everything has to be the Dark Knight, my guys, my dudes. Like, I feel like this is a DC problem in general, but it's also people, like, just enjoying comics. Like, um, like okay, it the like some of the stuff that people consider groundbreaking, they just consider groundbreaking because it's dark. And I'm like, being dark does not make it good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just because it, like somebody's doing something morally ambiguous doesn't mean it's good writing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. He looks so creepy now, too. Like, I know he got <laughs> sick, which is probably pretty mean. But, like, it just... I don't know, like, he just came off kind of like, I don't know. And then his scene from Sin City kind of came off too sincere. <laughs> yeah. Where he's all like, oh, yeah, that whore, that, 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 and then he's like, I'd kill for her. I'm like, I'm kind of glad Marv killed <laughs> Frank Miller in his own story. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely, there's a lot of, like, I, I remember this uh, when I started getting into comics, like, I started reading some of the stuff that all these people were saying, like, this is a groundbreaking comic and made comic history. I'm like, this writer really doesn't like women. Like, they don't, they really do not like women and they really do not like homosexuals. And like, it's kind of... Frank Miller in particular, like, sometimes kind of would write about women in a way that almost seemed like he was masturbating to his own writing. (laughs) Yeah. really strange. Yeah. It's so weird. All I always fucking think about, I think it's Witch- Witches of Eastwick, that book, where there's a fucking part where the girl sits down to go to the bathroom, and she's talking about how complicated it is for uh, girls to go to the bathroom. It's really not. And she's like, we have to do so much work while men stand lordly over the toilet that uh. I'll never forget. I picked up my mic just now. Lordly <laughs> over the fucking toilet um and how uh how the pee gets lost inside of women because it's like all tangled and bad i'm like it's not the fucking jungle in there and um, it's the same setup there's just a couple of extra inches at the end for men yeah and actually um i I mean clearly i'm talking about cis men and women here uh not to make a generalization over people but actually men's urethras like cis men's urethras are much longer and convoluted than cis women's urethras we actually have a shorter urethra which is why uh cis women get um or biosex females get uh yeast infections and bladder infections easier because there's less distance for the bacteria to travel um just so you know always pee after you have sex um Uh, but, so, it doesn't, it's not even correct, first of all, and second of all, like, someone's like, well, it's a metaphor, and we're like, it's a bad metaphor. Who wrote this? Like, um, whoever wrote The Witches of Eastwick, hold on. Who wrote that? 
Yes. Good lord. Book. Okay, John Updike. Take a bow, John Updike. (laughs) (laughs) Take a bow for you. Stand lordly over the toilet. I can't. Every time I lay down and I'm trying to sleep and I close my eyes and I'm like, stands lordly over the toilet. (laughs) It's want, a metaphor. I can't you wait. I kind of want to go to work on Monday and stand at the urinal, and when someone else comes, I'm standing lordly, <laughs> and they just look at me all weird. <laughs> Good morrow, kind sir. Are you too standing lordly next to me as we urinate into a wall? <laughs> I could stand lordly toil- over the toilet too if I use a she pee. Like we could all let's all stand lordly over yeah. the toilet. <laughs> oh, Thank Don't you. tell me what to do, John Updike. <laughs> oh my gosh! I hate this. And on that note, let's actually get into the yeah. award <laughs> assault. So since there's only one, does anyone want to take it? It's about Mass Effect. If anybody. I don't. I almost feel like Jesse because the salt rep- uh, pertains to, you know, having sex with who you want to have sex with and the game not letting you. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so this is from Lord of Likes at Night Twitten. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm belching, I'm drinking LaCroix. Um, this is some old salt. So, fuck me in the ass. This is some old salt brought about by your Mass Effect chat. I love Mass Effect 2, except for one thing. It teased me with something and then refused to deliver. After Grunt's loyalty mission, there's some dialogue about how a ton of Krogans are so impressed by how you fought that they've sent formal requests to mate with you, and there's no way to accept. Let me fuck a Krogan, you cowards! (laughs) Did you enjoy my dramatic reading? Yes. I felt that was the perfect uh, imported soul for you to read. <laughs> um, I fucking imagine just like you're a space person and you're on a ship and they're like, we, we got some uh, we got some fan mail and you open it up and it's just like, I would like to mate with you. And you're like, okay, immediately delete all hundred messages. <laughs> I'm sorry that you couldn't fuck a Krogan. I'm so sorry because you know what? We came here to do two things. Kick ass and fuck aliens. And I'm all done kicking ass. (laughs) Bioware doesn't want to, like, have it both ways where they let you fuck an alien, but only, like, an alien that's mostly humanoid. Yeah. Because they don't want to have to think real hard about how it's going to work. Listen. (laughs) Listen. Just, I mean, like, you're both intelligent creatures. You're, you could talk it out. You'd be like, "Oh right. yeah, I like I like this." I mean, if they're offering to mate with you, you know they've watched some weird Krogan human <laughs> fetish porn. So like, you know that exists in the Mass Effect universe. Like, oh, it, absolutely! I I guarantee you that in the Mass Effect universe, there's like, um, like what do you, like cross alien porn. racial fetish yeah. porn of like humans and different species and like different species and different species and their the tumblr like... still exists in this world <laughs> <laughs> not even just tumblr like fucking red tube yeah red tube you like go on red tube and you're like oh yeah 
<laughs> and they're like the the like the aliens with exoskeletons are like humans are so soft. <laughs> they're skeletons humans on the inside, so and that really gets me hot. <laughs> God, I it's time to episode. skeletons on the inside. It's time to leave. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, where can we find everyone on the internet? Kay, uh, how about we start with you? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade and on Facebook as Crowfeather Cosplay. Oh man, I'm so laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and Nikki, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Lost Panda. <laughs> And Jesse, how about yours? You can find me on Twitter as at filthy wizard and on Tumblr as at filthy magic user. There's no at in Tumblr. Fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> fine. And you can find me at Jake underscore Lionheart on Twitter. Um you can find the uh, podcast with its skeleton on the inside at Podcast Salt. <laughs> I just had to say that joke one more time, it was so good. Um, and you can find us on iTunes and Fireside.fm, and hopefully soon uh, uh, Spotify. I don't know if we'll get approved or not, <laughs> but they're they're listening to us, so maybe we'll be on Spotify soon. Spotify, let us in. We have alien porn. <laughs> yeah. We have such sights to show you. <laughs> yeah, and if you, uh, and if you, <laughs> I went for Hellraiser, and you go for Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> you go for Corpet. I feel like that says a lot about both of us. And if you want to help support the show, you can uh, donate at uh, Kofi.com. That's ko-fi.com forward slash salt report. And uh, be a beautiful being like uh, the wrench winch, uh, Joan, and our good friend, Briar, um, who uh, showed us some uh, love and support this week and bought us a podcast anniversary present. So thank you guys so much for for the presents. And, um, yeah. and then with that, uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye. Skeleton on the inside is the name of this podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>